<laughs> Saturday afternoon, I wanted to use the Impacting Life 24-7 platform to execute a teaching that is something that has been on my mind a lot over the years and understanding being a business owner and an entrepreneur, a coach, a author, all of those swim lanes that you inhabit, they help you to better understand how you can help other people. Follow that? So my arena is not just performance, though it is a performance-based industry. In other words, you've got to you got to be able to perform at a certain level for people to want your services. It is a service-oriented architecture, no doubt. But you must, as a person with the mentality of being either a producer or a consumer understand how to best navigate either one of those lanes. There is a difference between a producer mentality and a consumer mentality. That's what I want to teach today. There is a difference between a producer mentality and a consumer mentality, two very different lanes. And you'll have to analyze yourself and figure out which one you're in. You'll have to analyze yourself and figure out, okay, which lane am I in? Am I in the consumer lane in my life or am I in the producer lane? And, you know, there will be people that will live their entire life in the consumer lane. And that is not altogether bad. Doesn't mean that they are bad people or that they are not worthy to be in society. It's important to note that these characteristics are not inherently negative when you're talking about the mentality of a consumer consumption is a natural part of human life now know that you got to consume things in order to make it from day to day however when you look at consumption if these traits become excessive or unbalanced they can hinder your personal growth if all you ever do is consume, they can hinder your financial stability. They can mess up your overall well-being. If that's all you are, that's all you have is a consumer mentality. So I'm going to try this tr teaching out on y'all <laughs> before I take it into the live force. But I do think putting it together, it has, it has illuminated some things in these two arenas the consumer mentality versus the producer mentality. Recognizing these traits is the first step towards making a more conscious choice in potentially shifting to the lane that you want to be in and producing a producer mindset. Because I, I think about it, you know, when I talk to the men and women at the jail, because of some decisions that they made, they were thrust into now the consumer, 100% consumer mindset. They don't get to produce anything behind bars. In fact, all they do is consume. They consume time, they consume food, they consume you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it, they have just been thrust into a consumption mentality and self-sufficiency has been thrown out the window. And so you've got to be able to recognize how you can 
shift if this is what you want to do. How you can shift from a consumer mentality where all you do is consume things to a producer mentality. And it is indeed two different mentalities. Shall we explain and shall we go into detail about the two? I believe I believe this could help uh, some. And there is some key characteristics of a producer and a consumer. There's a key characteristic laid out for us today about how a person consumes and what that mentality looks like. The first is passive consumption. Consumers tend to passively consume products, services, information without critically evaluating their impact or necessity. Consumer, right? You know, this is this is an example of being a consumer. And if I have hunger pains or whatever, I got a bag of chips right in front of me. If I have hunger pains, then I'm going to consume this if this is the closest, quickest thing for me to have. And I'm not really going to critically evaluate their impact or necessity. Yeah, it might it might address my hunger pains, but will it address my waistline? <laughs> it will address my hunger pains, but will it address my blood pressure? And so a passive consumption is, man, we just passively consume products, services, or information without critically evaluating their impact and or their necessity. Like, is this going to have an impact? What will be the long-term impacts of consuming a bag of chips? Hey, man, it's 18 carbs. This is a serving size. 150 calories, high in saturated fat. What will be the long-term impact? And could I do something else to fulfill the necessity to live without passively consuming something and not evaluating its impact? So when people get into the consumer mentality, they have a tendency to be wrapped in passive consumption and not even realizing it. They're just consuming away without considering the impact or necessity. You know, the consumer mentality has, has bred this concept of instant gratification. Y'all know that instant gratification, consumer oriented individuals often seek immediate satisfaction and prioritize short-term pleasure over long-term goals and investments. TikTok has proven that to be true, that we consider uh, short-term pleasures over long-term uh, investments and goals. And, and, and what, we, what we've done is I say, okay, look here, y'all. Here we are. Short term, this is instant gratification. If I open this bag of chips because I'm hungry, this gives me instant gratification. Whereas if I, if I look at the long term, I could go into the kitchen, make me some steamed broccoli, have a, have a, a piece of salmon, you understand, for, for the betterment of my long term. But people who are consumer driven, hello, Krista. People who are consumer driven, who have a consumer mentality only, they find themselves seeking immediate satisfaction and they put a priority on short term pleasure over long term goals and investments. They put a priority over it. So, look, I deserve this bag of chips because I'm hungry. It will satisfy me in the short term. So that's the mentality I'm talking about. um, Today I'm teaching, ladies and gentlemen, on the two mentalities, consumer mentality versus a producer mentality. 
Now, for those of you out there who are entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, want to take your business to the next level, want to take your, your dream to the next level, you've got to look at your mentality. It does start in the mind, ladies and gentlemen, and, and then your mind translates into your behaviors. What, what truly do, uh, how do I behave based off of the way that I think? And the way that I think falls into kind of two categories, a consumer or a producer. Consumer mentality has a tendency to focus on materialism. There is an emphasis on the acquisition of material possessions as a source of happiness and status. I'm talking about the consumer mentality, y'all. That there is an emphasis on the acquisition of material possessions as a source of happiness and status. Listen to me. Everyone knows you might be someone in this category that you had to have that pool table, that air hockey table, that ping pong table. You had to have it. It was going to bring endless hours of connected connectedness to the family and and all those types of things you just had to get it right and then six months a year later it's on the facebook marketplace for hey come get it pick it up free matter of fact if you can't come pick it up we'll deliver it because the emphasis can't be if you're if you're going to go to the next level the emphasis cannot be on materialism it cannot be on the acquisition of material possessions as a source of happiness material things bring moments of happiness but those moments are fleeting y'all it's like a flash in the pan those things like, a, like I got to get this $9,000 vacation. It's good till the vacation's over. And someone's saying, uh, we need our payment, please. <laughs> it's good until the vacation's over. And those window pane envelopes don't stop showing up. So in the consumer mentality, we have a tendency to focus on materialism. I want to show you another point about cons the consumer mentality. Sometimes, I didn't say all, so don't write me and say, see, you're generalizing. I'm just giving you what I wanted to put together for teaching. Don't be upset. Just listen. <laughs> the lack of critical thinking sometimes invades those that are strictly consumer mentality people. Consumers may not critically assess the information they encounter and may not accept messages from advertisers or media at face value. They may accept, not may not accept. They may accept what somebody says. Hey, look. This is great for you. Nacho cheese, guaranteed fresh, best ever. Won't critically think that through. We'll just accept what the advertisers say or what the media says as, as face value. Did you know they said that the current generation is getting hacked more than their baby boomer grandparents? Because we are taking we're seeing a generation that's taking everything advertised at face value. We're seeing a generation that, that accepts messages from advertisers or media strictly at face value. This can make you skinny. This can make you taller. This can make you smarter. This can make you greater. And we look at that and we say, mm, immediately, that's a consumer mentality where you lack <clears throat> critical thinking. So on the Doritos bag, it's just telling you guaranteed fresh. Mmm, you deserve this and not allow for any room for critical thinking. This is where folks that get consumed with consumer mentality find themselves getting tripped up. Y'all want to know another area where, where the consumer mentality is a challenge? Watch this on impulse buying. <coughs> I got caught up in that with uh, Sadie Bugs Power Wheels. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm guilty, I didn't say I mastered everything, I just know how to teach it. Impulse buying, a consumer mentality can lead to impulse spending 
and purchases driven by emotions or marketing rather than rational decision making. Mm-hmm. Sadie Bug can't even drive the car. She can't even push her push down the gas. And here's Papa and Nana. Consumer mentality, right? Impulse spending. My granddaughter's got to have a power wheels. <laughs> Now, and we're out there trying to manipulate the car so it can work while she's sitting in it. We're over there trying to steer it for her, trying to push down the gas, rolling down the street with this power wheels. And she's just looking at us like, mm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Impulse buying can be a, a symptom of having a consumer mentality. And the consumer mentality is 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 deep and it, it runs deep we could go we could take indentured pieces of this conversation and just go out for hours you know another area of consumer mentality that that plagues some people sometimes is the ex, the dependency on external sources y'all hear that Consumers rely heavily on external sources for entertainment, information, solutions, rather than seeking to create or problem solve themselves. I'm going to ask the crickets to hold, please. <laughs> because consumers rely heavily on external sources to get their answers for their entertainment, for their information, for solutions, rather than seeking to create or problem solve themselves. Is that not true? That that when, when all we do is consume, we're just waiting to be fed what our next move can be, what our next idea should be, what our next actions are. Because we are trapped in a consumer mentality. Often consumer mentality, people have a tendency to have uh, a financial irresponsibility as their shadow. People with a consumer mentality may struggle with financial management, accumulating debt due to overspending or living beyond their means. Listen to that. That is a consumer mentality. Like I got to have it. it it's something I got to have. I got to do it. I got to get it. I got to purchase it. I got, it must be on my shelf. Hmm. Yep. It's a consumer mentality. Another element of the consumer mentality, y'all ready for this one? The consumer mentality has created a disposable culture. It can contribute to what's called a throwaway culture where products and goods are quickly discarded in favor of newer versions. CL King telling the truth. Hello. Hello. A disposal. A disposable culture has been created because of the consumer mentality. And the consumer mentality says, hey, listen, we'll just throw that thing away. Where products and goods are quickly discarded in favor of newer versions. I saw somebody post this the other day, the iPhone 15, I mean the iPhone 14 with a gentleman in a mustache, and then the iPhone 15 with the, with the same gentleman in mustache. He had the shirt, said iPhone 14, iPhone 15. And people will get indignant in line and and cuss you out and be ready to throw hands over acquiring the latest phone or the, the newest, largest TV, the smart TVs that made us dumb because we've created a disposable culture. Let me tell you, can I just share this with you? And my kids can verify it and t tell you that I'm telling the truth. I, I've had this phone. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of frugal on certain things. And my phone is still doing for me what I needed to. Okay. So I have not found the need to go get a new one. When I very well could and probably should, 
because it's, it's probably just time. But I haven't. And the reason why I haven't is because the phone has not presented me with such a challenge due to its age that necessitates me to upgrade it. Are you following that? Not society, not the latest advertisement, not the coolest features, not the clearest cameras. None of that has necessitated me to have to go and fork up 12, 13, 1400 bucks for a new phone. No problem in getting one. If you can afford it, pay for it, go get it. But for me, I've been rocking this phone for a while, several years, right? And I've, if I, I took it out of the case because I just, I don't know if, if it was too bulky and people were having trouble hearing me through the case when I would say something. So I took it out of the case and I've been fumbling and clumsy and dropped it several times. Well, this glass frame uh, on the phone cracked. Then it cracked even more and I just kept on using it. Got finger cuts to prove it. <laughs> and it cracked again and cracked some more uh, until one time I dropped it and it, the screen made this like black S along the way. So I couldn't hardly see when I was typing. I'd have to like pull the screen down to make sure that I've, so if I've misspelled a lot of words in my post recently, it's because I couldn't see on the screen, can't see the time. Oh my goodness, can't see the battery life because it's, it's all blacked out. And so, you know, I was at the edge of justif justification, y'all, where I was saying it's time for CL King. Impact Motivator can't be walking around town with some broken down phone. I, that, that's, that's, not even, that's not even right. Impact Motivator can't be walking around town with a broke down phone. That's not realistic. Do they not know I am the impact motivator? And I will tell you this, that though I was on the fringe edge of going to lock in a new phone, guess what y'all? My wife says to me, why don't you just go get it fixed? I was like, really? And she said, why don't you just go get it? Why don't you just go? Because, you know, Mariah, she's been to CPR, the phone repair place, like 700 times as many times as she's dropped her phone. Why don't you just go there? I was like, really? Go to go to CPR? Like, not go get a brand new phone? No, you don't, you don't need a brand new phone. Just go, go get it repaired. So guess what I did? I went and got it repaired for 99 bones. And now it's working good as new. It's working just like I needed to work. Doing everything I still needed it to do all this time later. And guess what? That's a producer mentality. Because a consumer mentality would say, this is disposable. Go get yourself another one. You don't, you deserve this and it's reached its life limit. It, it, it has so many obsolescence issues. Why would you continue to hang on to it, bro? But instead of sinking $1,200 into something that I, I felt justified for, hey man, my company could buy the phone for me. And instead of sinking $1,200 into something that I, I produce so much content, thousands of videos a year, I'm on my phone 24-7, running my business, et cetera, et cetera. I could justify it. However, the phone got repaired for 99 bucks, and I'm still continue to, continuing to produce. So had I thrown this away, Yes, I might be able to produce sharper quality videos, have some more features, store more pictures, right? But really, most of our phones are only used to a small 
percentage of their actual capacity anyway of what they truly can do. And so why throw something away that is still helping me operate at a high level? Why throw it away? But the consumer mentality has said, get into the disposal warfare, the throwaway culture, just because there's this culture in society now that says, hey man, if you ain't, I mean, we look at the back of people's cameras and we see, do they got three little cameras or do they got two? Oh, they got a, they got a 12 or a 13. They got a one camera and I don't even know what kind of camera I got. <laughs> they looking at it like, the dude said, uh, I don't even know if we have screens for this one anymore. We might have to get something aftermarket, brother, because this is. But do you know that there was a time when we had them big old floor model TVs, right? And them, and them big old um, Oldsmobiles and them Lincoln Continentals that stretch for six miles. Do you know there was a time when you could drive those things 250, 300,000 miles because you just repaired them. You didn't toss them away just because you could go get another one. You didn't throw you didn't throw them away just because you could get a new version of it. This is what what, what we've done in the housing industry. This is why there's a there's a lack of housing in the inventory now because people got into this notion that oh well I deserve to get something better. Let's dispose of this house and go get a bigger house. Let's dispose of this place and go get a newer house. Let's toss this house. Your house is is your largest investment you'll ever make. And I was like, well, maybe I, maybe I should get into the fray. I mean, my house has got 70000 plus in equity. Let me go and get me something else. And then I'd be paying twice as much as what I pay now. When I could stay here and be happy. <laughs> so I know I spent a lot of time on that, but that disposable culture in the consumer mentality is, is something that you need to make sure you, go, you don't get caught up in. I'm going to teach you an acronym. It's called FOMO. All right, everybody say that FOMO. <laughs> now I'm gonna put that in the chat. Okay, this is this is FOMO. Keyword FOMO. Fear of missing out. That is, ladies and gentlemen, that's the consumer mentality. The fear of missing out. FOMO. Fear of Missing, look at my phone, it's actually working too. Isn't it working good? Missing out. Okay, that's what the consumer mentality has bred in society. Individuals with a consumer mentality, they often compare themselves to others. But in doing that, they're constantly desiring the latest trends or experiences, driven by the fear of missing out on what others are doing. <laughs> Woo. I might have to break this lesson up into two sessions, man. This, this first part is, is too, too heavy. The FOMO. Say, you got the FOMO, cuz. What's that? The fear of missing out. Constantly desiring the latest trends or experiences driven by the fear of missing out on what others have or are doing. The fear of missing out is a trend that is that is indoctrinated, it's embedded, it's embossed in the mentality of a consumer. We all have to consume. So don't get it, don't get it twisted. We all can't produce everything. However, when you are when you have a consumer mentality, you can sometimes get bit by the FOMO bug. Fear of missing out. And you don't want that to happen in your life, okay? You know, the comparison envy is another issue associated with the, I'm just trying to labor this along so you guys can really see that there, that there is a difference. Individuals with comparison and envy situation often compare themselves with others and may experience envy or dissatisfaction 
when they perceive others have more. When they perceive others have more. Comparison envy. You know, I see people roll up on, on social media and they got a new Maserati or they got a new Bentley or a new Beamer. And, you know, I'm just like, man, let me clap for you, brother. Whatever you did to get it, I'm glad for you. I hope that you get three of them. And I really feel that way. There was a time when you you kind of felt like, man, you, I felt like, man, why can't I have what they have? Why can't I dress like they dress? Why can't I be what they are? In the consumer mentality there, there's also limited creativity and innovation. Consumer-oriented individuals may not prioritize creative thinking or innovation because, watch this, they are focused on consuming what others have created. <laughs> so you lack or there's a limit in your life of creativity and innovation. Why? Because you prioritize what other people have produced rather than having innovation and creativity. You are so obsessed with consuming what somebody else has created that you can't ever create anything for yourself. It's a consumer mentality. And you can't get caught up in it where all you are doing is just like a little chick up in the nest with their mouth open, waiting to consume more that somebody else has worked for. Consumer mentality, constantly chasing new products or experiences can lead to stress, anxiety, as individuals strive to keep up with changing trends and expectations. You heard that term, keeping up with the Joneses. Okay, I just want to tell you on the consumer side of this teaching that, listen, being a consumer is not inherently negative. Okay, as consumption is a part of natural life, we have to consume. It's a part of modern life. But like I said in the beginning, when these traits and when these characteristics become excessive or unbalanced, they can hinder personal growth, financial stability, and overall well-being. So let's just dive into a couple of characteristics of a producer mentality. Okay, I'll give you these, and then I'll get out your hair. I just wanted to come on and teach this Saturday afternoon. And... A producer mentality is someone who has initiative. Producers take the initiative to create and innovate, right? They actively seek opportunities, identify problems, and work towards solutions. That is a producer mentality. They seek opportunities. So listen to me. Some of my speakers out there, some of you who are aspiring speakers and, and authors and professional content creators, they seek opportunities, but if opportunities don't arise, they identify problems, then they work towards solutions. So if nobody's calling you to come to speak and give a keynote address at their gig, then find a problem and solve it. It may not be nearly as glamorous as having your name up on the marquee. It may not be nearly as cool as being called the keynote speaker. But let me tell you something. If you continuously look to identify problems and work towards solutions, you'll make your own platforms. And you won't constantly have to be waiting around for opportunities on somebody else's platform. Because see, even that itself is a consumer mentality. You better learn how to produce. Resourcefulness is another element of a producer mentality. Okay. Producers are resourceful and creative problem solvers. We're saying that again. They find ways to make the most of the resources available to them. See, instead of going down the disposable rabbit trail of how we get consumed by throwaway stuff, this is this is. This is a throwaway phone. Let me go get a new one because, number one, it was cracked, and I needed a new one. I deserve the new one. I'm a CEO. I shouldn't be walking around greeting people with a cracked phone, right? 
I've had it for a number of years and it's almost obsolete to get anything updated on it. It probably doesn't even update anymore. Okay. So yeah, but let me put that $1,200 into something else that can create $12,000 or $24,000 and save the money and put it $99 into the phone for it to continue to produce for me what I need. Let me be resourceful. And producers, ladies and gentlemen, producers, people with a producer mentality are resourceful. You want to know another? They have a long-term vision. A producer mentality often involves setting long-term goals and working steadily toward achieving them. Delayed gratification is embraced. Delayed gratification is embraced. Like I have been with Greg plotting out this course for years. 15, 16 years in the professional speaking industry. And we embrace the delayed gratification. We embrace the delay. Because we understand that this is a long-term vision. We're, under, we're understanding especially now in, in our season, what God is doing with us, that it will work itself out. We will see the manifestation of our dreams, but we got to have a long-term vision. You know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know exactly how, how all of it's going to turn out. I would have never thought in a million years that the doors to the jails would be opening to someone like me. It, it, it seems like I would be unqualified. I've never, I don't have a criminal background. I don't know much about the prison or jail system. And yet that seems to be my heartbeat and passion. And so I said, Greg, I know we got a lot going on. We got the podcast, we got the coaching, we got the speaking, we got the book, but let's add something to our plate in this long-term vision of making an impact on one life one day at a time. And let's see if we can go to the jails and make some impact there. Drake said, okay. So now it's migrating from one jail to the second jail, from the second jail to the third jail. And I looked across the county of North Carolina. I'm just like, the counties of North Carolina, I'm just like, wow. There's a whole lot of good that we can do in our very own state. We won't even have to leave the state. We won't even have to buy a plane ticket. The long-term vision is it's okay if we don't see the immediate displayed. It's okay if it's delayed. But we're not going to stop showing up. A producer has self-discipline. Producers have a strong sense of self-discipline and can stay committed to their goals and tasks even when faced with challenges and distractions. Like this afternoon, I wanted to get this training and teaching done. For what? Why? Who's making you do it? Is there some mandate that says you have to have so many teachings a month? or so? Is that in your company bylaws? Nope. But this is something from within to do the work to put the teaching together and then deliver it and, and then archive it and make it better and present it to people and change their life and then ultimately get paid for it. Ownership and responsibility is another producer trait. Those with a producer mentality take ownership of their actions and decisions. They don't only blame external factors for their circumstances. It has never been my dad's fault for, for my plight in life. It's never been my mom's fault. It's never been my grandmother's fault. My shortcomings are my fault. My errors in life are me. 
my proclivities to go wayward are because of the person that I am and I have to work on my character. It's not their fault. And it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle. Any of y'all out there don't have to work on yourself. But when you take ownership or responsibility of it, that's a producer mentality. Not that it's systemic or that it's somebody else's fault or it's the game, the deck is stacked against me or that I can't do it because you're looking at the reason. I'm the one. A producer mentality has continuous learning in their toolkit. Producers are committed to lifelong learning and personal growth. They seek knowledge and skills to improve themselves and their work. What are you doing to improve yourself? What are you working on within yourself to make yourself a better producer? Producers, a producer mentality is also someone that is self-reliant. Okay, all my faith-filled, Holy Ghost-filled church people, don't, don't take this statement as we don't rely on God. Obviously, without him, we couldn't do anything. But there is scripture that says, uh, you know what, if a man don't work, he going to get hungry. That's <laughs> what so God told Adam, by the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread. So you got to be able to do it. You got to be able to put the work in. Self-reliance, self-sufficiency is important to producers. They do not overly depend on others and are capable of handling tasks independently. I am. I, I, I have structured it so that if, if everybody else has to retire, who's helping us and everybody has to go home and that's it, it can all be done. The production, the design, the outreach can all be done from headquarters right here. It can all be done. Producers are self-reliant. Obviously, we number one, our foundation is God. We rely on him for everything. But then we realize, hey, listen, I, I can't sit around waiting on people to get tasks done that I needed done yesterday. See, because sometimes producers are funny like that. They'll get a thought and they're like, bam, I want to get this done now. So that's what I love having a studio because when I get a thought, and I don't, I don't need to wait around to, to schedule a time to get in somebody's studio and work out their schedule and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to go do it right now. And producers, the producer mentality is that you don't need or you're not overly dependent on others and you're capable of handling tasks independently. The producer mentality has an entrepreneurial spirit. Many producers have an entrepreneurial mindset, seeking opportunities to create value, whether in business, career, or personal life, seeking to create value, right? Producers, y'all ready for another one? Producers, well, a producer mentality, they have adaptability. Producers are adaptable to and open to change. They seek change as an opportunity for growth rather than a threat. Right. When I first got in the speaking industry, a four minute video promo was like the sweet spot. Now, anything over a minute and ain't nobody listening to it. Right. So we, we understand that we've got to adapt our, our methodologies. Our message should stay the same. We even preach that in church, that the message ain't changing, but our methods can adapt to the changing times. And those people who adapt, they are producers. Those people who do not adapt, they, they get thrust back into being a consumer. Resilience in the face of setbacks. That's another producer mentality. Resiliency. In the face of setbacks or failures, producers exhibit resilience. They view challenges as learning experiences and continue to move forward, man. Absolutely. All the times we get told no per week, it's like, no, nah, we don't need that. Okay. No, nah, we're good. Okay. Nope. Sorry. Don't need your services. All right. It's free. And you still saying no. Okay. 
because it won't always be free. You won't always have access to it. You won't always be able to call and say, hey, we sure like to get you now. That won't always be. It won't always be. So you learn resilience. You learn to deal with setbacks. Community building is important as a creator, as a producer. Some producers are active in building communities and networks to collaborate and share knowledge and resources. That's why we created the podcast. Hello, Imani. God bless you. How are you? That's why we created the podcast. We created the podcast podcast to create a, a community and build and promote others. Did you guys hear how many times I gave out Dr. Bell's website? Go look at any of our podcasts and see how many times in one show we give out their contact information. Why? Because we want to build the community with them. We want to share their goodness with you. And producers always have, a, listen, it's not always roses and butterflies flopping from one to another. It's not always that way. But producers work on having a positive mindset, a positive attitude, and a belief in one's ability to make a difference are common traits of a producer mentality. A consumer mentality can can digress into, oh, woe is me. Nobody wants my product. So I guess I'll just go back and eat the Doritos because my chips ain't being sold. Nobody likes my chips, so I guess I'll just go eat theirs. You know, they talk about producers having balance. While producers are driven and ambitious, they also value work-life relationships, balance, and well-being. And that's important because I don't do this all day long, 24-7. When I finish with this session, I'm going downstairs to play with the grandbaby. Then maybe go do some thrift shopping. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that is it. So, so listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. When you want to understand the difference I just laid this out for you. I don't even know how long this class went, but I laid it out for you. And you want when you want to understand the difference between a producer and a consumer. I just showed you 10 or 15 on on producer and 10 or 15 or 10 on the consumer side. Understand that you have to be a consumer. Watch this. Not everybody is a producer. Realize that. Not everybody can produce things. But you can have a producer mentality. This is what I tell the people in the jail. And this is what I'm going to tell them this Wednesday and Thursday when I'm there. That you, you guys cannot get lulled to sleep being consumers. Right now, you're in jail and all you're doing is consuming. Right? All you're doing is consuming. They got three meals a day for you to consume. They got free medical for you to consume. They got free eyeglasses for you to consume. They got free housing for you to consume. They got a free bed for you to consume. You're consuming, 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 consuming because of what you produced. See, what you produced thrust you into becoming a consumer. Really, what you should what you produce should thrust you into producing other producers that's when you that's when you know this thing is coming full circle it's not just enough for you to be making the donuts and shaping them right and putting them in the box and hand delivering them and, and other things like man you just burning yourself out but it's another thing when you could say hey let me produce other producers. When I was speaking this, this past week at the Craven County Jail's hope recovery session, a young lady came up to me afterwards and says, I feel like after hearing you, and this has been burning in my heart, that I want to be a motivational speaker. And we're going to do a discovery session with her to see where she's at. 
And man, if if I can coach her and and try to help her along, then what has impacting what has the impact motivator done? The impact motivator has gone from being one speaker on in the Eastern Carolina region to now there's another. And then she gets good and she creates another. That's that's the producer mentality. The consumer mentality is let me keep all the gigs for myself. Let me get all the checks and let me not tell anybody else how to do this. That is not what I'm put on this earth for. All right. So that's the characteristics of a producer and a consumer. The mentality of a producer and mentality of a consumer are, are uniquely different. And I hope that you have learned that it's not impossible for you to switch. It's not impossible for you to go from a consumer to a producer. It's not impossible. You just got to make some some shifts and some adjustments. You got to stop wanting to throw everything away that you think is disposable. Right? You got to get out of the FOMO. Don't get don't get bit by the FOMO bug, the fear of missing out. Right? You got to start taking some measured, deliberate, controlled steps say hey man this is the long game this ain't the short game and i'm okay with rejection and i'm I, I embrace delay i hope this has helped you thank you for tuning in we'll see you in craven county you won't see me behind the bars but i'll be there talk to you next week